self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i did not order lubricating jelly i guess we're gonna hear about that yes also known as calamity red we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. I'm doing Ig, 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 whatever, TV. People call videos. it Ig. I think so. Or I might just be uncool. Okay. I don't fucking know. Either way, I'm doing videos on that bitch on the TV platform version. So check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Carn Artist, and send it to us that way. And we got some letters. We do. Appreciate y'all for the letter love. First one coming from Colin. Colin. It's titled episodes 196 and 197, Big Meat Energy. Wado, Colin. You know how it is. You already know. Don't even don't even be like that. Damn it, Colin. What's good, y'all? Man, life has been busy. Work is crazy, but good crazy. And regular life is fun and busy, too. First, the question about living for 100 or 1,000 years, the trick is to have no good connections like me. <laughs> LOL, I'll take the 1,000. Also, I like mr on points chat about the meats if i have to give up my meat which i can neither conform confirm nor deny gives me big meat energy i would be devastated and want to start over too (laughs) also i just want to speak on something that i feel strongly about which is that conversation about intersex and circumcision man mr on point is 100 percent right I saw a video once of a baby being circumcised and it's absolutely horrifying. Shout out to my parents for deciding that was a choice that I could make as an adult if I chose to do it. TMI maybe, but whatever. I've never had an unsatisfied customer or someone asking to speak to a manager, LOL. (laughs) That said, I agree. I'll never advocate for essentially male genital mutilation. It's absolutely abhorrent. I'm actually writing this part after listening to 196 and not a live listen, but Michael's letter is pretty good. A couple of things. Don't say cut or uncut. Intact is the appropriate term, like intersex. Boys absolutely know they're missing it. At some point, you see another meat, and when the meat looks different, the question start. Three, orgasm sex. The orgasm itself doesn't feel better, but studies say that intercourse itself is more pleasurable. Yes, the nerve ending thing and also natural lubrication. Sorry to say, circumcised meats end up drying callus to some extent, like weightlifter hands. <laughs> LOL. Four. This is mostly for red. Don't slice the meat. Five, sperm cells die, get absorbed by your body and regenerate over time. There's no Benjamin Button sperm. (laughs) More if I hear something good, y'all. Oh, shit. (laughs) That was uh, was a funny letter. The fact that the difference in the 100 years question between male and female has been if y'all's dick still work is so funny to me and so unexpected <laughs> because that never crossed my mind when I was thinking about like oh what I want to live a thousand years or what I like whether or not I would because women get you know you get dry you're not able to it's a painful like that never even crossed my mind like sex didn't even include it wasn't included but the fact that both of y'all <laughs> were like but will my dick work? It's just really funny to me. It makes a difference, man. Just di- differences in genders. That's that societal conditioning, <laughs> okay? Men are conditioned to value they meat high. 
Smiley. <laughs> you know, in subtle ways. You know, little boys playing with their meats and stuff. Like, it's just if your meat don't live up to some of the other meats you've seen, you you got questions. And then porn. <laughs> you don't know when you're young that regular women don't want no porn meat. Oh yeah. No, okay. They don't. I, at least that's what I've been. No, that's been confirmed by a lot of women that I've interacted with yes. and talked to. But you know, when you're young, it's like <laughs> that seems desirable because the women in porn make it seem like they're having such a good time <laughs> when they gotta go to the hospital after that shit. We be so we be conditioned that you know our meat is this valuable. So like, it's it just is. Funny. I, that never crossed my mind, and the fact that like that. <laughs> That was like one of the first things. It's just really funny to me. It just shows again the difference. Um, Colin, I can't promise you that I'm not gonna sniff the meat. I don't know. Maybe I'll just have girls and we won't have to come to this. But I don't know. I don't know. Whenever you get ready and you got a dude, I'm gonna show him a video. Don't do that. Yes, I am. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna show him. The video. Well, now I know to Y'all never leave him alone, <laughs> alone with your ass. What do you mean? I can share this shit in the inbox message. You'll <laughs> never know this conversation happened. You know, all this social media shit done fucked up the world. You right. can't keep me from him. <laughs> you can't keep me from him. I can let him know whatever I want to know about you. Your problem is that I know shit. <laughs> so you're going to have to get rid of me. Well, but I, most of the shit you know, I tell you anyway. So... He probably gonna know anyway more than like I'm pretty open with my shit. <laughs> Maybe. So I don't know what you could tell that I wouldn't have told that I'd be like, God damn it, on point. <laughs> it's some shit in these 200 episodes. We about to be at 200 episodes. Y'all. We are about. Oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. We are about to be at 200 episodes. Damn. But if, if somebody could go and extract all the bullshit from these 200 episodes, <laughs> it might mess up a whole bunch of uh, women would. candidates for me. It would mess up, you know. Yeah, mess up a relationship for me, potentially. I don't know. Uh yeah. I got, it's it's some shit in here. They'll be well. like, "Oh, he's morbid. Oh, he's laughing at that. Oh, that was horrible." Everybody always thinks I'm mean, so I just feel like people would guys would think I'm a bitch and wouldn't want to <laughs> talk to me because she's just angry about everything. That's how you come off. I don't know why it didn't. It's not, a defense mechanism. But I'm not angry about everything. It's a defense mechanism. You want to ward off motherfuckers who would be warded off because of that initial. <laughs> oh, she mad. So the dudes who will accept you with that anger are already, already good. True. You know, it's and like they a get a pleasant mechanism. surprise that I'm not angry all the time. Exactly. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, she ain't mean. She just, that's just that initial bullshit. <laughs> you know. <sighs> Listen, man, I continue. I'm going to be an advocate for not slicing the meat. Even though I got sliced meat. We'll see what happens. I don't know. My meat be ashy. I Everything don't. that's supposed to give it natural lube is gone now. Okay. I don't Shit. even know what the proper response is for that, so I'm just not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> fucking up. We are fucking up. <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, sperm cells get absorbed by your body. Who knew? I'm glad. Okay, so if you don't use it, it just gets absorbed. And... They don't just be in there chilling and reading the book <laughs> like, let me tell you something, young buck. I'm going to make that race with you. 
but I ain't gonna make it. But I'm going. You go out there and become a good old productive citizen now. All right. Oh shit. Swimming in circles and shit. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Even though your name, the title was fucked up. No, we got another one from Colin. Oh. Okay. After Britney's, but I'll read Colin's first. Okay. Episode 107, Hot Meat Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, my nigga. <laughs> Colin, you're doing good. Keep doing that. <laughs> so this hot girl summer thing is definitely something I want to get into. We might need to find some time for me to record with y'all again soon and do a dating and relationship special. Speaking of which, I'm starting to conceptualize a podcast that I think would dovetail nicely off of you guys. I sent some follows on Instagram. Interested to chat about it and see what you think, Colin. We will do that. Okay. We'll holler at you, Colin. What? Appreciate you. Brittany. Brittany. What's up, Brittany? Hey, hello, Brittany. folks. Just wanted to say hello and comment on why Birmingham could have made that list. Oh, the list of no uh, places not safe to go yeah. to. Yes. I'm a frequent traveler, and once I had an international assignment where I met some individuals that potentially gave me too much information, LOL. <laughs> As you know, several major runways, highways run through Birmingham, which opens the door for heavy drug, contraband, and human trafficking. I-20. The traffickers at one point were using larger cities as operational bases. Birmingham, in addition to the highways, also has been in the news for turning off water energy resources to weed out potentially undocumented individuals. Racism, poor school educational decisions, the sheer number of prisoners, inmates, decisions to build new prisons, and several other major newsworthy events. Then, as you mentioned, there was the first 48 and other movies like The Watsons Go to Birmingham. While in Paris on vacation, I went to dinner with a group from work and the entire conversation was on the stories they heard about Alabama. <laughs> of course, none of them were good rumors. I guess I was shocked that they were even aware of things from Alabama and certainly not Birmingham. Oh, yeah. Also, hot girl summer news. The women that are having respectable hot girl summers aren't stopping to post on social media because no one cares. <laughs> LOL. I was promoted within my firm this summer, won another black engineering award this summer, purchased my second rental property, lost some weight, and made some major moves towards my business. That's what I'm talking about. Hot girl summer should have fucking been. That's it. Right there. That kind of shit. That right there. But it is. They just not posting about it because they making real moves. The people who posting about it, deep throating cucumbers at a pool party. Nasty. Continuing on. I feel like I'm truly having a great summer. One of my associates just won the International Women of Color Award for STEM and launched a, practice, a new practice in Africa and the Middle East for young girls. I'm so proud of her. She's the true hot girl. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, she said there was something else I wanted to mention but can't think of it now. And then she thought of it. You the real MVP, Britt. Like, <laughs> really, for real, congrats to you and your, your friend. That is amazing. That's the shit I want to hear. That's the shit I wish was on social media as opposed to me having to watch people deep throw cucumbers. But whatever. Uh, just remembered. Episode 196, I think. Men have a lengthy refractory period after a single orgasm simply because the male body needs to produce more sperm and semen and fill up the tanks because your <laughs> balls can only hold one orgasm's worth of dude nectar at a time and you need that good stuff in order to come again. And for those of you who can keep going immediately post-orgasm, researcher Debbie Herbernick explains that your second orgasms aren't functional ejaculations but ejaculations of pride and indulgence where sperm count falls dramatically well okay she don't even support a second orgasm oh man that's i so love garbage. you Brittany. debbie can go to hell don't do debbie like that 
Oh, thank you so much, Brittany. Appreciate I used to be it. able to have multiple orgasms before I was 27. <laughs> After 27, it was like, it, what is it? Why am I even doing this again? <laughs> it ain't even that I can't. I just, it's just like, but why was I doing it before anyway? Because I could. Mm. I'm not going to do that again. Age, like, the thing that I have noticed with age, age, you just don't have time for shit. Like, most shit, you just be like, but why? Like, you don't want to do half the shit you did. You can still do it. You're still capable of doing it, but you'd be like, but why? Exactly. Like, mm, no. I go sleep. Exactly. I'm like, damn. What does this this get? If this gets worse with me, I just don't even know what my what decisions I'm gonna be making. <laughs> Not many. I used to be like, yeah, round two. Now I'll be like, round one, mm, okay. <laughs> but round two definitely ain't a consideration no more. It's it's ridiculous. Age do that to you. But you know it do it do answer the question of why, because functionally speaking. Women would need to have as many orgasmic processes as possible to ensure they get pregnant. And men don't need that. No. They just got one one shot. <laughs> they got one bullet in the revolver. Men out here playing Russian roulette with semen. <laughs> Why did I just think about uh, fucking Eminem? Do not miss a chance to blow opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You got to lose yourself. See... I think about I think about Hamilton. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> Damn. I'm thinking of Hamilton. It's a song on there called I'm Not Throwing Away My Shot. <laughs> it's like, you only get one. <laughs> you better line them motherfucking aims up. Bop! That bullet gone. Oh, Jesus. Thank I'm you. sorry, y'all, who listen to the show and get uncomfortable <laughs> when we talk about meat stuff because lately meat has been a big topic. But. Because y'all think it's funny that it makes me uncomfortable. You and the listeners. No, that that's not. Yes. That's <laughs> look. That used to be the thing. Okay. <laughs> but I am on a meat positivity campaign. I don't care about your discomfort <laughs> or whatever. I want men to be proud of what they got. Y'all are overly proud of those things. Not everybody. It's uh, enough. Some of us got meats where we got to make sure our hand and tongue game is exquisite. <laughs> Some men got meat so big that porn done conditioned them to feel like they don't got to do nothing else. Them men got work to do too. Everybody got work to do, but you got to have meat positivity first, but not that overinflated meat positivity like I'm talking about. That's a problem. That's a problem. If you meet, if you ain't, listen, one day, men, your meat ain't going to work. All right, let's just get that out there. Let's get that out there. And and if you fool around and your meat's too big and your blood pressure end up being low, you're going to have a noodle out here. <laughs> All right? It's going to be a half limp noodle because your blood is fucked up. You need to have some alternate plans because I'm going to tell you right now, if you are close in age to your woman, your sex drive is going to go down while her sex drive increases. Yes. And if you ain't found another way to do the job and get the job done, she's going to go find herself somebody who will. That's all I'm saying. Thank you, Brittany. I'm just, what? <laughs> I was 
just thanking Brittany for her. Your life. energy, your energy go away after these conversations. <laughs> oh, thank I'm, you, Brittany. I'm drained. I'm sorry that you got jugged into this meat conversation. Yes. Exactly. But Brittany helped me out. I learned things from Brittany about my meat. My meat positivity has increased. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, Brittany, thank you. And congratulations to you and your friend. Y'all truly having hot girl summer. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to hear about. That's amazing. So but don't post you. it on social media. Why? Because if you put responsible hot girl summer in, all the hood rats coming for you then. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> they coming for you. What you mean, responsible hot girl summer? You just mad. Okay. All Whatever. right. You out here avoiding STDs. I know. And I'm creating a life. Shut the Doing fuck up. Doing false shit. Hell. Yeah. Thanks for that letter, Brittany. We got a letter from Rockman3k3 at the Nerd Plate Podcast. Okay. Him and Leroy Kitchen out here hitting you with the nerd knowledge. What's going on, con artists? This is Rockman3k3, one half of the Nerd Plate duo. And I'm writing in to tell you guys how awesome you are and how much I love the show. Oh, also, in episode 196, the Never Ending Podcasters, you talked about the immorality or the living Im- for 1,000 years. And immortality. I just, oh, shit. Immortality. <laughs> we weren't talking about being immoral. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, hmm. There's a morality in living 1,000 years, but immortality <laughs> of the living for 1,000 years. And I just wanted to say the new podcast that I'm working on deals with that subject. And you should definitely watch out for it as it will be out soon. Also, in episode 197, The Unattended Suicide Squad, y'all are hilariously wrong for what you said about your spouse's well-being in an active shooter event. Be kind and save someone behind. Ha ha ha. But no, seriously. I would probably shield the woman I'm dating because I always feel it's the right thing to do and I love people I have within my circle. I would take a bullet for any of you guys. The topics you talk about are both thought-provoking and enlightening at times, while other times it's just funny to hear your opinions on things in general. I really appreciate the scruples in the air when you guys discuss any topics. Keep on conning the convo and sometimes the people around you can't eat the alphabet soup for the words found in them. You guys rock and maybe you'll listen to our show one day. <laughs> Rockman 3K3 from the Nerd Plate signing off. Nigga bye for that last part. <laughs> and then secondly... <laughs> I listen to y'all podcasts. I just can't tell you which episodes. Because <laughs> oh. it depends on the bus- business of my week. Um... What was I going to say? Uh, oh, listen. Look, first of all, I think everybody would like to think. And I think that's the thing. I think what made that story about that guy throwing himself in front of his girlfriend so amazing is that we all would like to think that. But when that adrenaline get to going and that self-preservation can in, I don't know what will happen. Like, maybe you'll do that. Maybe you won't. Like, I feel like it's different being in that situation and it's life or death. Because I feel like I'd be like, nigga, why the fuck is you falling? I'm supposed to run back, <laughs> or if I was a man and, it, and and this was my woman, like bitch, wait. I what? thought about something. About else. all the days for you to have weak ankles. I thought about something else. Maybe he didn't even try to save her. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to run and he tripped up on top of her and caught himself <laughs> while he was over her while the shit was going on, and he looked her in the eyes and she looked him in the eyes and he knew he couldn't run away at that point. <laughs> 
We don't know. Let that man be great. Man, it's going to be 10 years down the line, and she's going to get up and testify and say, my man saved my life. He's going to say, bitch, I failed. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> bitch, I wasn't trying to save you. I was just trying to get away. <laughs> I can't keep up with the shit no more. <laughs> I had to get it off my chest. Oh, I ain't a hero. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I don't know that I feel like that could be a variable. It could have We out here making this man out to be amazing. I'm going to give him his props. I'm going to give it to him. I appreciate Listen, it. Listen, I want to give him his props <laughs> for falling and staying if that's what happened. <laughs> but I don't want to set this man up to have to get himself killed in the future because we don't prop him up being a hero for I 10 mean, years. I feel like once you do that one time, that's it. <laughs> like you said, got one and done. That's and it. this is the thing. <laughs> I appreciate you, Cliff, for the idea that you would take a bullet for me. Yes. But the only nice. context that I want y'all to consider taking a bullet for me, if you would, is if somebody asks you directly. <laughs> if somebody say, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> that's the only time I want you to say, kill me then. <laughs> But if it's a hypothetical could be mine bullet, but not really, get the fuck out of there. Run. Why? I ain't running too. If I'm not running too, it's something wrong with me. Okay? If it's one of those hypothetical, oh, no, that's Eddie. Let me go jump in front of the bullet. No, don't do that. Run. Take off. If I'm not running too, I deserve the bullet. If I fall, unfortunately... Survival of the fittest. But if somebody ever asked me, I would not be able to live with myself if somebody was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill this bitch. <laughs> Which one? You was like that bitch. No, I'm going to say me. I couldn't live with myself if I said that. Kill Red. Kill her. Because I feel like they'll shoot me anyway. And now everything I worked for to earn with you in terms of my character is gone now. That nigga was going to let I can't believe them. that whole ass nigga. I can't believe your ass. I'm dead on the floor. Brains everywhere. And you just talk. I can't believe your whole ass. About to let me die. Glad you killed this ass. That shit dead now. My name going to be besmirched. You won't even come to my funeral. I got to die. I got to die in that moment. Oh, Same for all of y'all. Any of y'all, If any of y'all who ever wrote a letter, any of y'all listening to this podcast, if somebody ever asked me or, or infer that my life will be spared if they take somebody else's life, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to just let them shoot me. Fuck it. <laughs> if the universe want me to live, then they're going to jam and I can uppercut them. <laughs> Assuming I ain't tied up. <laughs> Oh. Or maybe it'll look better if I just try to fight him anyway, if knowing you, that I'm going to get that shot. Yeah. That'll make me look better. My character can go out as a hero or a dumb nigga, whichever one, y'all. <laughs> I guess it depends on depends how I on carry. Depends on looking at it. <laughs> depends on who looking at it and depends on how I do it. True. Very true. Oh, if that? I start like winding up my arms like some old ninja move or some shit, y'all going to be like, what the fuck was he going to do with that? <laughs> that nigga had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he had a gun. Why would... What? What was he finna do? <laughs> That'll be stupid. Was that the last letter? That was the last letter. Before we move on, I want to talk about something that happened this week to give y'all a laugh. <laughs> and uh, to explain why I said I did not order lube, because I didn't. 
Um, so for like the past few weeks, I've been using like Aussie, yes, the white Aussie products in my hair. My hair looks amazing. Okay, my hair is luxurious and fabulous right now. Wind blowing through it and shit. It is. I, I got a whole wind blown look going. It don't on. look like regular black folks' hair right now. It doesn't. And it's from using Aussie. I don't know. I don't know. The Aussie Miracle Curls, if you if you uh, natural, I'm telling you, it's, I can't say for sure it's going to work for you, but I said give it a try. And the shit is $5 a product. To fill in some blanks for y'all, Aussie's product is for white people. It is. Um, but it works for my hair. And it's only $5 a product as opposed to Shea Moisture and shit that you're going to pay $14 for one thing. So, anyhow, I've been using that. It works in my hair. I used to do videos on YouTube, though, um, reviewing different products. And I'll review some products from Allocay Naturals. And she, the the I guess she the owner or she works with them. Anyway, she was supposed to send me some products, but she never did. So, this is over a year ago because I, I don't even make hair videos anymore. But she never did. So, I got a DM on Instagram from her saying that she knows it had been forever since she was supposed to send the products, but she still wanted to send them and she was going to send them to the address that I had given her. Now I'm assuming I gave her my home address, which now that I think about it, I wouldn't have given her my home address cause I don't know her. And so I would have given her a address that was safer in case, you know, this is a crazy person who just fucking showed up. You know, I watched too much ID channel, but so I was like, okay, she's going to send it, whatever. I don't think this was a couple of weeks ago. It didn't cross my mind. So I was at work yesterday, which y'all listening on Tuesday. This was on Friday. And I wasn't feeling well, so I left work early. But before I left, a package was delivered for me. And I was like, I didn't order anything, but it's at work. So I'm thinking, well, maybe it's something from a company, you know, for therapy shit. I don't know. But my, my coworkers were all standing around because it was the end of the day. And everybody was telling me bye. And they were like, well, it's a handwritten address label. I was from Florida. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck would have been sending me something from Florida. Like, I don't know. And they was just like, well, just open it. So, of course, I'm thinking because this obviously ain't nothing that I, I whatever. I, I open it in front of my coworkers. <laughs> when I open this fucking box, inside of the box was two big ass boxes of lubricating jelly. Okay. <laughs> mm. I'm at work. <laughs> so like I'm they everybody looking at me like, why the fuck she ordering lube and having it sitting to work? I'm standing there like I don't know what this is. Like I don't I didn't order this. Like I don't I don't know what it and so they're like, I mean it has your name on I know that it has my name on it, but what I'm telling you is that I did not order no fucking lubricant jelly. <laughs> You know how it looked for them in that moment? Yes. In that moment, like, you was lying through your goddamn <laughs> face. You know what I'm saying? Like, you supposed to lie in this moment. You are like, supposed- if it was a deal, though, you know, you supposed to say, no, I didn't order that, even if you did, <laughs> yes. in the context that it happened. My bad, you can continue. And so, lubricated jelly, that's people going to quake that with lube. Just we, we work, I'm a therapist. And so, you know, it's a regular. So, like, getting lube is getting lube. So, I was like, I don't know what's going on. So, I opened the box. Inside of the box is fucking allocate natural hair products in both boxes. 
it was hair stuff. So I was like, oh shit. I was like, I thought somebody was playing a joke with me. Like I didn't know what was going on. I was like, it's hair stuff. This is, <laughs> Try, you know, like get please nobody. I don't need nobody walking around talking about red, had a whole bunch of lube delivered. So I contact the lady who sent it. I was like, hey, got the hair products. Uh, apparently I gave you my work address, which would have been fine, but you packaged the hair stuff in uh, lube boxes. <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about it. She works at a hospital. So they have all these empty boxes. So, like, when she's shipping stuff out, she's just using these empty boxes so she don't have to buy no boxes. But a lube, like, and so I'm assuming lubricating jelly is going to be more of what they use in ultrasounds when they put it on people's bellies. But, again, out of context, <laughs> lubricating jelly just seemed like I, and it was two big ass boxes so i'm i don't even know what my co-workers are thinking like what level of freak <laughs> it was like oh hot girl summer hot girl summer hot girl summer i was so fucking embarrassed joe i was so embarrassed and i was so mad i was like first of all i didn't even really need these hair products because i'm on my aussie shit and the way my hair is set up right now i don't really want to use nothing else you came out of the blue and sent me this and embarrassed me because you decided to use lubricating jelly boxes it's a hospital it wasn't no other boxes that you <laughs> use the lube boxes is what you decided to send the hair products in all right listen the universe's job <laughs> is to bring balance and the universe know you got all this negative energy as it pertains to meat. Do you know how many things had to come in line for you to feel this level of embarrassment that the universe is telling you that you need to find a way to deal with? <laughs> First off, this lady from a fucking year ago yes. somehow remembered, oh, I, I was supposed to send this person things a long time ago. Not to mention, you don't even do the shit no more. So if she went to your YouTube channel, she'll see you ain't doing that shit and will be like, oh, she must not be doing this shit no more. I ain't going to worry about it. Then, to have your work address. What are the <laughs> odds that you would give somebody your work address from this hair place? Who the fuck knows? That she got that shit from the universe. That shit, whatever happened on her end, she got your work number from a mysterious, unknown way of figuring know, that shit out. I probably did because, so, when I was doing reviews and people were sending me things, at one point, I did have a P.O. box. But once I didn't have a P.O. box anymore, I would have shit sent to work because I it was safer to me than have giving somebody my home address. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because these are, yes, they're saying that they're coming. Or like with her, Allocate Naturals, is it's a bigger line now. It's in Target. But back when... Um, when I was reviewing it, it wasn't. And so these are regular, this a regular ass, you know, so I wasn't going to give my home address. I, I felt it was safer to give. So I probably did give her my Okay, so we got that part covered. <laughs> but then to send you that box <laughs> to your job a year later, and not only for this, because you could have got that box and said, okay, I'll take it in my office or I'm going to put it in my car. You sat there, opened that box in front of them, not knowing what was in there. And what was in there? was lube jelly. It couldn't, bruh, she work at a hospital. The amount of boxes that they have, it's probably a one in 30 chance that she chose the <laughs> lubrication jelly box. She could have chose the fucking cotton swab box. She could have chose the fucking catheter box. She could have chose the fucking mask box. It's a 
fuckload of boxes that she could have chose she at a hospital, have. but the lube jelly boxes what she chose. And then you open them in front of your co-workers, co-workers and they saw that shit. They did. And they were it's, all looking at me listen, like, the fuck listen, are you doing? <laughs> it is too much shit that had to come together for you to feel this feeling that you had that day. You need to come to grips with some of that shit. It was awful. It was awful. You I need just, to come to grips with and I, what, the I, universe I, trying to get rid of some of that negative energy you got. Neutralize your ass. Negative energy. I just don't talk about sex and shit all the time. This didn't help. This made it worse because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and you're right. Me denying it sounded like I was lying because if, if I, even if I had had it shipped there, I would say, oh, I didn't send it. But I was literally like, I don't know. <laughs> my hands up. Like, I don't know. Like, shaking my hand. I was just, I don't, I, I don't know what, who sent this or why they sent, I don't know. Smart coworkers would have been like, well, either way, ain't nobody ordering industrial lube for no bedroom shit. <laughs> Like these are big ass, yeah, significant. Like yeah, they're hospital boxes. They're like big ass boxes. Yeah, I don't know. Might have thought your ass was a doula out here. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a very awkward, unexpected. And you're right. The the it just lined up horribly. Had I not been leaving at that moment when the box came. It would have came. They would have said that I would have took it to my office, opened it. Still, I would have been still like, the fuck is this lube? But nobody else would have been around. So then I would have been able to open it, find out it was hair products, and nobody would have ever known about the lube boxes. But because I was getting ready to walk out the door, and everybody was standing up there, and I'm just like, oh, who sent me? This is weird. I don't get boxes. I don't get packages. (laughs) Like It just all lined up perfectly. For like a really embarrassing fucking situation. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, at some point I'm going to review, I'm going to use the stuff. But right now, I, my hair is luxurious. So, I don't really want to fuck with that. I feel like if I go use something else and then I come back to the Aussie, it ain't going to look like it looked right now. <laughs> and I'm going to be mad. I feel like I got to go with it while it's working. <laughs> so at You some should do point, it a year from now. <laughs> since you waited a year to send mm-hmm. it to me. Yeah, it's uh, Allocate Naturals Aloe Gel, and I gave one of them to my coworker because she was like, oh, that look, I was like, you can try it. I just tell her what you said, how I did on your hair. <laughs> like, she just want people to try it out, so it ain't got to necessarily be my hair because my coworker is natural, so it was like cream brulee. I don't know. It was some yellow. I gave that one to her. I still have the gel. I will try it at some point, but right now, Aussie is doing my hair right. Why do you make gel out of shit you would eat? I don't know. What a creme brulee. Because uh, it, and they make, it's piss people like for their hair stuff to smell. I don't this like. This is why kids be out here seasoning in the middle of the goddamn living room. Because <laughs> then I ate a half a tub of goddamn watermelon, watermelon yeah. cream hair products. I don't like strong smelling. Because I don't like, I have to, sm- it gives me a headache. I don't want to be smelling creme brulee all the fucking day, but. Some people, um, some people like it. I don't like strong smelling product. That's one of the things I like about the Aussie. It's not, it's a natural and it's light and it goes away very easily. But let me tell you how good my hair has been looking. Bitches been asking me about my lace front. I don't have a lace front, but they've been assuming because of the, the way my hair moves and shit that it's a lace front. That's how good Aussie has done my hair. That and I have I used to get a lot of people that would think my hair was fake, but it kind of they stopped. I don't know if it was once I cut my hair and it was very obvious that it was my hair, or I don't know. But it's grown back out now, and now 
I'm getting lace front questions. Man, if you don't know what a lace front is, <laughs> have you ever seen a woman with her hair that looked like it's taped onto the front of her forehead? Yes. She does not have a lace front. A lace front <laughs> with a leave out is something where they put like this little thing over your head so that your natural hair can come over the edge of it and like everything else can be done behind it. So what they saying. How do you know all this? What? How do you know about lace fronts and leave outs? Why can't I know shit? You can't know. I just, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know a lot of shit I ain't got no business knowing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what she's saying is that her hair at the front looks so natural that they can't believe that it's actually her shit. They yes. believe all her shit fake as hell. Yes. You know um, I dated a stylist for three, uh, two years. That's what, okay. That, yeah. Okay, now I'm back. Yeah, and the lace front, the lace part of it, when they make a part, it makes it look like scalp. Mm -hmm. Like some of these wigs be looking fake as fuck because the scalp part supposed to be the skin. Either they don't have no scalp part and it just like <laughs> there's no no part, no discernible part, or it look real fake. Lace fronts, the lace really makes it look like scalp. So at the part. And if you like the best ones I've seen is if you get a wig custom made yes. and you and they use for the for that part they use like a little net that match with your skin like mm -hmm. precisely yep and if it matches with your skin you can't tell yep that is there yep period and that's the I, i'm assuming people think that i have a really good lace front because to me it looked like my hair i maybe because i know it's my hair you know it's your hair yes that's why <laughs> But for other people, I've been getting the what kind of hair is it? Oh, that was the question I was going to ask. For you wig wearers and we, because I don't wear we. I think the last time I had weave in my hair, I had micro braids and it was at Village Green. That's how long ago that was. Long time ago. Um. Uh, so, do y'all know the name? Because like sometimes they'll be like, "Girl, what kind of hair is that? Is that a question?" If you wear weave that is you readily have the answer available, like girl, this that Malaysian three fifty seven. Like, do y'all know the kind of hair specific enough to answer that question? Because every time somebody asks me that, I'm like, I feel like even if it was weave, I wouldn't know. Shit, is I bought it, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if 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 you know the type that you have on your hair so well that if somebody just was like, hey, girl, what kind of hair is that? You can just be like, girl, this, 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 this. Because I don't know, but. You mean you're supposed to know what grade your hair is, mm -hmm. but you don't? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, no, like, they'll ask me what kind of, so you know you can buy different kinds of weave, right? Different kinds of curl, different kinds, like Malaysian or whatever. So they'll ask me what kind of hair when they still think it's not my hair. I, and I wonder, like, for people who do wear wigs and weave, do y'all have that answer? Like, do you know exactly what kind of hair is on your head to be able to tell the person? Like, is that a thing? Or it, it, or is if you wear a wig, you're like, girl, I don't know. I got it from my hairdresser. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. I, do you keep up with the types is what I, I don't know. You um, mean, like, the brand and the quality and stuff? Yeah. Because that's what they ask. Like, girl, what kind of hair You is know that? the difference between cheap hair that you buy and expensive hair? It looks real. It's shine. The cheap hair is shiny. It look like plastic. The, yes, the um, the level of processing definitely plays into how cheap the hair is because they have less of it and they try to make it look like more, so they add some problematic components. Mm -hmm. But real ass expensive hair, once you get it taken out of your head, you can wash it and use oh, it yeah. over again. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest difference. If you got cheap ass hair, 
that shit finna have to go to the trash. <laughs> you can't really wash it like that because of the level of processing. But if you, the more expensive hair with the less processing, the more you can just treat it like regular hair. Oh yeah, virgin you can wash hair that is shit expensive and, because you, know, you can do all yeah. that. Yeah, but this is my hair. <laughs> it's just, so what I've been telling people is like, girl, that's my hair. You better go get you some Aussie. <laughs> no, but Aussie, Aussie ain't gonna help. It might. I don't know. Well, it ain't guaranteed to help. It's and not. if it don't work, they just gonna think you'll have fake. <laughs> they gonna be like, that bitch lied. <laughs> this shit ain't working. Oh my God. Well, I don't know what else to do short of being like, look, it is. You don't do right. nothing. You don't give a fuck. That's what you don't, that's what you do. I really, it's just weird. I've never, even when I see somebody's hair out that I like, I have never gone up to another woman and been like, girl, what kind of hair is that? Like, I'll just be like, your hair looks nice. The fact that people come up to me and say that is just so funny because I would never do that. But let me talk about my beard. Okay. And barbers. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to get my beard cut somehow. I'm going to get it not styled. But I'm going to let a barber do something to it. Trent, okay. I thought you was going to cut it off. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to do something to it. I've decided I'm going to do something to it. It's, okay. it's too big. It's gotten too long. It When it get wet, it just curl up and just is irritating at this moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, It'll be back after I get it cut. But okay. I'm going to get it like, I'm trying to get it styled. I don't know if I want to do nothing extravagant, like put no color in it or something. But I'm potentially thinking about doing something a little bit more extreme than I would normally ever do. Okay. I'm going to ask the barber when I get down will say, Hey, what would you suggest I could do to like jazz up my beard? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Make it more stylish or something. I'm gonna ask them when I get there. But I was in Best Buy <laughs> and this never fails. Guys, I don't know if you had enough beard or hair, but when you meet a barber out somewhere random, the only way they ever solicit their services to you is by offending your ass. <laughs> Period. <laughs> It's like that's their only way to get your business. Like, they don't go to a nigga with a fresh-ass cut and a super beard and be like, hey, man, that who do your hair? That shit look nice. They don't do that shit. They go find your raggedy, scruffy-looking ass, and they say some shit like, damn, that be a little, which is what the dude did to me. He had a beard. It was well-groomed. He said, hey, man, what's up with that little beard? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> But it never fails. Barbers always do this shit. Let me not have shaved on my on my head for a few days and you can see the shadow and what don't grow. I'm getting off of the man piece. <laughs> you know, and that shit be sensitive to men. It ain't sensitive to me. Cause I don't give a fuck what people think. But like, that's sensitive to men. Yeah. You know, so niggas come up to and, and he gave me his card. That's how barbers, that's the only way barbers have ever given me that card talk shit about my hair somehow that's terrible he and then after that we started talking he was like you know your beard actually really big if i blew that out it'll be like huge i was like i know <laughs> and he was like okay man well just holler at me and uh, i think he the one i'm gonna go to okay you know um it's called international grooming men's international grooming lounge or something oh. in homewood okay don't know but it sounds like one of them places where he would take care of the beard wash the beard all that shit Nig, what? Mig, Men's International Grooming. First, I was like, I think it's Nig, but that's not an end. Oh. It's an M. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. that's racist, but I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Nig. But I'm gonna I'm go to him and let him do it. 
Um, oh. But it was a. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what it's gonna look like, but I'm gonna do something to it. I'm growing. I'm gonna see for the next year how long I could get my hair because I cut it when it was growing because it it got annoying. So I'm saying to myself that I'm not gonna cut it when it's starting to irritate it and just see how long I'm able to grow it. And I feel like the way Aussie's doing my hair is gonna be the thing. Your I cousin hair look the same as yours, don't it? Mm-hmm. Your cousin. Mm-hmm. How it look like? Except it's brown. Yeah, it used to be blonde, but yeah, yeah. Oh. But here's the thing: neither of our parents <laughs> have this hair. Like, what do y'all grandparents do? Or great grandparents? It's got to be on our mom's side though, because that's how that's, we're connected. Okay. That's how we're related. Our moms are sisters. So your but, mom's parents, well, somewhere up in that line, somebody got some curly hair. And we just happened to get it. But my mom and her sister. I mean, you see my mom's fro. My mom got like a regular Angela Davis fro. It's not curly at all. They got them black dynamite froze. Yeah. And her, Crystal's mom does too. But we got curly hair for some reason. We don't nobody know. Like, we don't, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody is always like, why y'all hair curly? We don't know. <laughs> it just is. Happy it is. I like my hair, but I don't know. Me and my brother have curly and we got like uh, red hairs that grow out of our beard periodically. That's the Irish. The curly part is that my grandmama's mama is Native American. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got a whole bunch of random shit from that. I don't even know. Because, like, I mean, we... Now, my hair is curly, but we all have, like, a good grade of hair, right? Everybody's hair isn't curly, but we have, like, our hair grow. William's Drake... Did you see him last time he was here? His dreads are long as fuck. <laughs> Like his, he's grown his dreads out really long, and he, we don't. Um, my dad doesn't have his side of the family. They don't. Ha- all of them still have hair. None of them have receding hairlines. Like literally, all of them got a head full of hair still. So he's probably going to be able to like continue to keep his dreads forever in a day. I don't know, but yeah. Um, it was just. It's been an interesting time of having people. Because, again, they had stopped. People used to ask me what kind of hair it was. And I guess it's because I'm dark-skinned. I really feel like if I was light-skinned with this same hair, wouldn't nobody question it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like because I'm as dark as I am with, with this gray hair, that people are like, oh, that can't be her hair. So what kind of hair is it? That's how it works. Um, Before we move on to the stories, do you want to share about our Mexican restaurant experience? <laughs> I guess so. Listen, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Mexican restaurant experience was mediocre, but there was one part in that experience that was extravagant yesterday. It was so crazy. There was a Latino bus boy who I don't know what the fuck he was. He was a drink refilling superhero. <laughs> like if that Mexican restaurant was the world, he would be Superman of refilling drinks. He ran down he the aisle full ran. speed to grab my cup. <laughs> ran back full speed with my cup, poured drink in it, and then ran full speed back to put it on the table. Then another time, he saw my cup empty, ran full speed with nothing in his hand, ran back full speed with the tea pitch in his hand, poured the tea in my glass, and then ran back full speed. Didn't waste a drop. Didn't waste a fucking drop. I've never seen shit like that in my life. It I tried to so catch him on video, crazy. but I couldn't catch him the it, way that he was doing it at first. 
it was so crazy. Like, <laughs> he wasn't even our server. Let's keep that in mind. He was not our server. He just was spilling his tea up for no reason. Like, he wasn't our server. He just came out of nowhere and was like, do you want more tea, sir? And from that moment on, <laughs> he was on top he of that coming. shit. And at one point, my cup was still 80% full. <laughs> and he asked me if I wanted more tea. I said, yes, sir. And he refilled that shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> I ain't never seen no shit like that in my he, life, y'all. And he... He and I know like people go to work and of course like it's like it when you go to Chick Fil A or Publix and people are like overly happy to get paid to present that way. His personality, he was just so happy. Like it was just, it was weird. It was very weird. Now the girl who was actually our server was low energy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't trying to hear it. She seemed like she had had a, and I told him I was like, I'm sad we can't tip him because he wasn't a server. He deserved a tip. He was working his ass That's off. That's one of those situations. If I had cash, I would have gave him five dollars, but <laughs> he probably would have took it to the front because most of them get tipped out. They normally won't take cash like that. But he deserved that shit. He was on it. But anyway, <laughs> it was amazing. <clears throat> If you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Call Artists, and send it to us that way. Um, let's see. Why are my phones being a bitch? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to start out with this. So, you know, I like to bring you new foods to see what your response is to them. Okay. You know the fall season is upon us. Yes. And you know pumpkin spice is like the unofficial uh, flavor of the fall. Mm-hmm. Spam is coming out with a pumpkin spice spam. Mm-hmm. Would you eat this? Would I eat it? Pumpkin spice. I wouldn't eat regular spam. Hell, I'm going to eat pumpkin spice spam. Spam for I don't like pumpkin spice like that. I ain't no twenty eight year old white girl. What the <laughs> hell? You think I'm gonna do with that shit? What the fuck? That level disgusting. of poor and sadity you gotta be <laughs> to fucking be requesting some fucking pumpkin spice spam. Oh, Who the that fuck? sounds so nasty. Have you ever eaten spam? Yes, the that's why I know I ain't gonna eat it no more. <laughs> the flavor of spam does not need. Pumpkin spice, like added to that sounds disgusting. How have you eaten spam? Huh? How have you eaten spam? Fried. My dad. Listen, my my parents are country. You've been to you see where they live. This is where they live at now. You didn't see where we grew up. <laughs> You'd have been real like it's out of deliverance. But my dad eats like canned sardines. He eats spam. He eats chicken, chicken, chicken feet. He eats a lot of weird stuff. So the spam came from him. He um he was supposed to be feeding us one day because my mom had to work and his idea of feeding us was frying up some spam. He got angry. He always thought we was sedity, but it's just it was nasty. It wasn't good. Like we didn't like it. He he had soon because he liked spam. We was I don't it's not good. It does not taste good. It's weird. I don't even know what the fuck it's made out of. It's made out of the same shit hot dogs and bologna made out of. The pig I, anus. I, <laughs> I didn't mind bologna. We ate bologna, but the spam, I couldn't. It's mm. the same thing. They just all prepared and textured different ways. The texture. Do you know and the why taste spam? Weird. You know why we have spam? Why? 
Which World War? Uh, World War Two, I think. Um, in order to feed troops effectively, they packaged meat like spam. They yeah. process meat and they package it like spam, and you could store a lot of it mm -hmm. for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. And they ate that shit. So when the war ended, a whole bunch of men came home that had built up this affinity for spam, <laughs> and so they were all asking for it to be produced and packaged for stores. And they started producing and packaging it for stores, and it just turned out to be super cheap. So it became a fucking poverty food. Okay, that shit. Bologna, hot dogs really is a poverty food, but I guess it depends on the quality of the hot dogs yeah. you eat. If you get that package where they look damn near red, oh yeah, the hot dogs look red <laughs> as hell. That that is the lowest quality hot dog you can get. Now when you start getting up into Nathan's and other shit, you getting like legitimately processed beef, not just all that extra leftover bullshit that they got to figure out a way how to get rid of. To make this worse, it's being sold exclusively at Walmart. <laughs> what do you expect? You know who in Walmart. You can go in Walmart right now and find a white woman with shorts in her ass. Right now. Without even trying. True. It just... Uh, I, mm. That shit sounds like a trailer park delicacy. It <laughs> Bitch, have you tried that... Uh, that Pumpkin spice spam. Oh, girl. Mm. Get you a good old cup of milk and a good old fried pumpkin spice sandwich. Mm, girl. Girl, you doing it big over there in Lot C. I can't stand you. Oh. Honey, honey, we need to move over to Lot C. They saving twenty eight dollars a month, and they're buying pumpkin spice spam. <laughs> Bitch, shut up! I want no goddamn pumpkin spice spam. I want to move out of this place. <laughs> I like like pumpkin spice lattes are not terrible. I'm not like the person that's like pumpkin spice lattes are back in this in um Starbucks all the time. But I have had one. They're not bad. They are basic white girlish, but they're not bad. But that flavor of pumpkin spice, it doesn't need to be in any meat, let alone spam. It's just not a meat flavor. Why? <laughs> Why would who who was sitting around and was like, you know what spam need? Pumpkin spice. Fall's coming. <laughs> we can sell the hell out of this pumpkin spice spam. <laughs> In Walmart. So next time I go in Walmart, I'm going to go see if it's in the Walmart, like here. I just want to see. And I see like if, if it's any missing. I feel like if you, sm if you just open it up and smelt it, you'll just throw up immediately. <laughs> just sit me. <laughs> Probably so. It's, I mean, it's something like. Have you seen when it looks spam in the can? Just look. Oh, it's just. And it pops out of the can. I mean, do you really want to season leftover flesh? <laughs> I mean, really? That just sounds bad. When they want to season something, you don't season the food that need to be seasoned. Y'all have seasoning spam with pumpkin spice. Season your greens. Do that. Don't season don't season spam. Okay. Season your rice, your beans. I don't even know what pumpkin tastes like. I don't know what it tastes like either. <laughs> I know what pumpkin spice tastes like as it pertains to a latte why do they even call it pumpkin spice 
Do they powder up pumpkin? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. It's kind of like nutmeg. So I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's pumpkin seasoning and nutmeg kind together. Nutmeg, and they just call all it. spice, cloves. Yeah. Them kind of seasonings. Like that's what it puts you in the mind of, except for it has like a taste that I associate with what I guess is the pumpkin part. But it is nutmeggy. I don't know. <laughs> not interested. Oh, not definitely not in the spam. I probably will. I have about one pumpkin spice latte a season, but the spam's not gonna happen. I don't even eat regular spam. That sounds disgusting. What spam sounds disgusting? Pumpkin spice spam specifically. <laughs> Ugh. It's horrible. Sounds horrible. It sounds really terrible. I'm gonna do that shit. I'm talking about it's for a limited time. It should not be for any time. Yeah, so I don't care. Like, but we finna see pumpkin spice when that became popular. People start like in the fall. You see pump candles, all kind of shit. Pumpkin spice be everywhere. So now it's in spam. So there's that. Make some pumpkin spice can uh, condoms and lube. I would not be surprised if that already exists. Probably. <laughs> Probably exists. Flavored condoms. Probably does. Already exists. I'm sure it does. So, I'm going to start with the big one. Okay. Jay-Z in the NFL. Oh. If y'all don't know, Jay-Z has sparked up a deal with the NFL. Uh, and it's supposed to be... Uh, a platform to help the NFL build social awareness. I got a lot of thoughts. This shit is really, really complex. So, Colin Kaepernick started protesting um, social injustice about three years ago. By kneeling. By kneeling After in the After talking in to the a NFL. veteran who told him that that would be the well, most Well, he sat at first. He sat at first. He sat at first. Yeah. And then... The veteran came up with a you know middle ground, which was kneeling, so he knelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, which to the world should be an indicator that he's trying to start a national dialogue because he's having dialogue with people, and he's obliging by those people who say this is the best way to protest this mm-hmm. thing. He got he didn't get kicked out of the NFL, but when it came time to renew contract, nobody blackball. renewed his contract. Yeah, he he can't ball. get he can't get a contract. He got blackball, and that's just what it is. Nobody put him in there. So, a lot of people boycott the NFL because of this. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically black people. Clearly, white people don't care about that kind of no. stuff. Unless you're an ally. If you're an ally, then you do care about that kind of stuff. I ain't trying to, you know, isolate you out. But this is this is the beginning of what happened. So, we've been boycotting the NFL. Uh, and, and you know what? What happened was the national dialogue about this turned into being about disrespecting the flag and disrespecting America and disrespecting soldiers and veterans. You don't and, support your troops. Yeah, it, that's what it became a national dialogue about. So, okay, this shit has been pretty quiet for some time. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue, Jay-Z pop out the door with a deal with the NFL. Did you see where he said the time for kneeling has ended? Yeah, he did. But I'm reading some stuff that Jay-Z has said in this acquisition that's making it seem like this is just... So it's one of two things happening, right? Mm -hmm. Either on the NFL side, the NFL is either seriously looking for change and they're looking for the best way to change, or the uh, NFL is looking for somebody that's going to help their public relations and their perception 
of of what wrongs it look like they've been doing as it pertains to, to brown people. Jay Z is a perfect person to pick for that. Well. He's a perfect person to pick to be that perceptual change. That's what I mean. Yeah, the second part. He's not the best person to pick if you're truly trying to impact social justice. However, if you are truly trying to impact social justice, he is the best person in the terms of being mixed between who can help us and who can bring the most people back to our platform and restoring some faith in the NFL's desire to do this. Mm Mm-hmm. That's on the NFL side. For Jay-Z, I don't think Jay-Z's just the businessman. I don't think, I mean, you know, he's I'm a businessman, you know, type situation. Mm-hmm. Like, he got lyrics that say he's been, but he's been so active in social justice efforts and stuff and free and meek and paying for families who need legisla- uh, um, need lawyers when it comes to, like, these things that's been happening. He really been at the forefront of that. He really been doing some real shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I don't think everything that Jay-Z doing, I don't think that it's just to get money. No. I think that he believes that he can impact some change from the system. But it's a situation where he could very well be being played and not know it. Yeah. Or he can very well know that he's being played potentially and, make and still take the risk off of it and making money from mm-hmm. it. I think that his intentions are likely more positive, but the way that he's framing it is problematic. For example, um, Jay-Z said one of his goals in the deal is to create a platform where statements of protest from players like Colin Kaepernick, who has essentially been drummed out of the NFL for kneeling during the national anthem, wouldn't have to take place on the field. See, that sounds like some shit that the NFL would say, hey, Jay-Z, how can we help this social justice shit take place over there and not right here? When the complete essence of the protest is that people need to see it and be uncomfortable with it Mm -hmm. in order for it to impact some kind of change on their psyche about that thing. Yeah. Right? So if his goal is to keep it from taking place on the field. Like what's the point of protesting at a place where people don't have to come to, to see it. The only people that's going to come is the people that already believe in that thing that's being protested. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, another thing is that he has spoken with Colin Kaepernick, like a responsible move for this, for the movement, because it, the reality is that the people support Colin Kaepernick. Yes. They don't support the NFL changing shit. They support Colin Kaepernick. So it seems like a backwards move to not say, let me speak with Colin Kaepernick before I even try to make these moves. Now, he's a businessman, so he don't got to speak to nobody before he make a fucking move. But that's the reason why all of this shit is going on now with the rhetoric. That's why half of the world is like, oh, yeah, we fuck with Jay-Z. He a businessman, and y'all okay with Jay-Z this and that, but he can't do this. And then you got other people that say, okay, this is fucked up. This is a fucked up move. This is despicable. You're a sellout. You're just doing this for the money. That's why he didn't go through the proper channels to make sure that how people would perceive him would be something that he could control more of. What I want to come from this, because I feel like this is one of them situations that's just going to be polarizing and people either going, you know, you're going to feel how you're going to feel about it. What I want to come from this is the thing that I do agree with as far as jay-z um the idea anyway of him doing this is that 
we have got to determine okay we protest the nfl what is it that you're wanting them to do though you know what i'm saying like we're protesting it to get what result and so conversations need to be had about what's that gonna look like you know what i'm saying like if you're saying we're gonna we don't like the way that they're doing things we're gonna protest it until they do something different what is the different gonna look like and so I hope what comes from this is people have, yeah, people going to be mad at Jay-Z or they're going to be for Jay-Z, whatever. But we need to figure out what this needs to look like in order for them to be able to rock with the NFL again or feel like the NFL is because you got to give people room for change. Right. You got to get them an opportunity to do better. What is doing better going to look like? Because I don't know that we, we, we've we had those conversations. I think we had a conversation about boycotting them, if not fucking with them, ever again. But <laughs> what change is it that you want to see? What is that going to look like? If Jay-Z is able to do this through his dealing with them, what is that going to look like? What do you want it to look What is it that you want him to do as he's working with the NFL? What change could you see that would make it okay? he was doing this for us the thing is i don't know how easy it is to look and act as a true advocate for change when you don't fix the wrongs that you've already been a part of so if colin kaepernick don't get a job yeah i don't know how it's really it it it, it ain't like y'all can't fix shit yeah but it's going to make it much harder for the perception of the the community to say we trust you if so one Colin of the things, don't get his job back. So one of the things would be him being able to work. You know what I'm saying? We we just got to we have to decide what that looks like. I think Colin <clears throat> Kaepernick being able to work would cancel some would, a lot for, of the shit. Like I feel yes, I think it would cancel a lot. Like I feel like Roger Goodell at any point could have well, it's in the same interview with Jay-Z, Roger Goodell did say that the league has sent letters inviting Kaepernick into the conversation on the league's effort, apparently without receiving a response. And this may be because using him for his social justice when that's the reason he blackballed without addressing the blackballing yeah. is a fucking slap in the face. It is. <clears throat> Why would I do that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but I think that it's... It's hard to know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm reserving for what's going on because I think the NFL can overcome that Colin Kaepernick situation, but the amount of energy they have to put into it without fixing the Colin Kaepernick situation is immense. Mm-hmm. They're going. I mean, I can see if the NFL started sponsoring like videos and training programs and stuff that help inform white people about shit that's problematic, you know, that, that would be great. Yeah. That would be great, but it just gonna take a lot more work. And as far as Jay Z's role in it, I mean, if the if Colin Kaepernick and the already players that are advocating for these changes can't do it, then what the fuck can Jay Z do? Because the reality is, they could have got anybody to do this. They shit. could have. They got somebody popular enough to change the dialogue, and that's what I'm afraid of. Jay Z is not too big. To be played by a system oh, with a whole bunch of people that's vastly bigger than him. <clears throat> Jay Z still poorer than all the fucking owners of the NFL. I imagine. I could be wrong, but I feel like mm-hmm. most of these NFL owners are gonna have way more money than Jay Z gonna have. Not only that, 
but the next part of this component with Jay-Z is that it turns out that he's about to have some stake ownership in a team. So now what's happening is while he didn't communicate this effectively to manage the perception the community would have on him, mm -hmm. now it looks like this is just all part of a deal to get Jay-Z to be a part owner of a team. Mm -hmm. You know, even though he would be the black part owner of a team, first part black owner of a team, or first black part owner of a team, mm -hmm. it makes it look even worse. Because it make it look like he getting paid off yep. to be the voice for to them. To say, hey, let, you know, everybody yeah. leads up on the NFL. Um, but a lot of people going to start back watching the NFL from this move, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Well, people, who people who really been really... trying to fight against. <laughs> yes. Like, they want to watch the NFL, but because of the cap thing they ain't, and now that Jay-Z involved, the conversation for a lot of people got to change now. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how it's going to change. Um, but Eric Reed. A staunch advocate for Colin Kaepernick and friend of his called the move despicable. So, but he was, he said that on the fly. He didn't have that much information. They kind of just broke the news to him right there in the interview mm -hmm. uh, after a game or scrimmage or whatever they did. I mean, it sounds bad on his face. Without details, it sounds bad. It sounds like a sellout move. It does. Because the question becomes what changed for Jay Z between when he told Travis Scott not to perform? Yeah. You know, at the. At the uh, halftime, halftime show, show to now. What makes the difference? Is the difference that he felt like Travis Scott would be being used as a pawn to get black people to watch? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then what he thinks the difference is is influence. He thinks he has more influence to impact the system from the top or from the inside versus Travis Scott being able to just, just be the dancing monkey, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, that got to be the, that like, that yeah. has to be the perceptual difference for Jay-Z if that's the case. Now, much more going to come out about this. They're going to oh, have yeah. more interviews. Hopefully, Colin Kaepernick come out and say something about it. Um, but either way, Colin Kaepernick still wants a job. Yes. Colin Kaepernick is still posting tweets about training and working out he and wanting a job. He's a football player. So he, ain't, so, he ain't against the NFL in that regard. But... We just got to – I just need, need to see what's going to happen to reserve my judgment. I hope none of this sound like I'm an uh, advocate or supporter for either side. I, I just want to see what happens. If Jay-Z ends up being somebody that can help that, then I want to see what that look like. Yeah. So if y'all got any uh, input about Jay-Z and this whole move, then let us know because I, I just want to know some other people's thoughts. Colin just sent us <laughs> an email <laughs> – Titled Big Meat Energy Part 2. I hate him. And it's himself holding a big slab of meat. <laughs> that, mind you, is uncut. Which I guess he's holding it as a reflection of his own. <laughs> no FGM or MGM, baby people. <laughs> the smile in the picture is fucking me up. <laughs> his smile goes with it. It's just calling. Listen. <laughs> Huh? Colin, you give us permission to post this on the page, then we're gonna post it. That if you need me to blur out something, it. let me know. But this this picture is too hilarious. <laughs> so funny. In the context of people who listen to the podcast to let this go. And I unnoticed. wasn't expecting I saw the the email come through, so I opened it and then that picture of him holding meat just <laughs> 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 It just popped up. Like what the fuck? It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love you, Colin. Uh, <laughs> so 
I just wanted to mention this. Missy Elliott is finally getting the Video Vanguard Award from VMAs, which is well overdue. Fuck is that. The Michael Jackson Award that the Video Vanguard, the MTV Video Music Award. What you get that award for doing? Um, being a pioneer, being uh, like Missy Elliott. You know a Missy Elliott video. It ain't nobody else got videos like Missy Elliott. Like. Her videos, I don't even know where she come up with the concepts. <laughs> like I don't know what that planning meeting looked like. When I heard her like first song, her. I thought she was, I thought she was not, I thought she was low IQ. What out of the rain? Beep okay. beep. Who got the keys to the Jeep? Vroom. I was like, what the hell? What the hell kind of suit she got on? She got like a inflatable latex that shit but that's you that's know uh missy elliott video you remember because they're all crazy like none of those videos go with the song <laughs> none of them none of them go with the song but they're all amazing even her like newer stuff the um i'm better i like the i'm better video that dun 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 um and then what was the other song that she had where she had her and Pharrell were puppets in the video? Don't remember. Damn, I can't think of the name of that song. It was one of her newer songs. But Missy been doing this shit for a long time. And I'm glad that she's getting some recognition for being like she got her own lane. Them videos, sock it to me. The little spaceship video with the brat. Like her videos are memorable. They're all very memorable videos. Um, and it did start with the rain. <laughs> that video was crazy. And it was just kind of like, I think everybody was confused as to what the fuck. Because it was very so different from what was other music videos at the time. Like, And producing-wise, lyric-wise, like she's just, she's missy. I don't know. She deserves it. I'm surprised it took them this long. She's black. <laughs> <laughs> it take black people longer to get things than their white counterparts get. She deserves it. Missy is amazing. Um, I like really got into Lizzo here lately. I don't even know. I think I heard Juice, and I thought Juice was fucking amazing. I don't know what that is. Juice. Oh, it ain't my fault that I'm out here getting loose. Gotta blame it on the juice, baby. Why you like that, but you don't like Hot Girl Summer? That's a Hot Girl Summer song. Uh, not really. I can't think. I she can't. said she's loose because she's drinking juice? No, because she got the juice. Because she got the juice? Yeah. How we know that she ain't going to went to go get the juice <laughs> from the, the, the ABC store? <laughs> the video does not have alcohol, but like she, she has listen, that song. Hold on. Listen, lyrics. Okay. It, it ain't, ain't my fault that I'm out here getting loose. Yes. Gotta blame it on the goose. Oh. Gotta blame it on my juice. Oh, baby. my juice. Yes. So that juice is the goose. The goose is not the juice. The goose is different. They overlap. There's, there's some overlap <laughs> here, okay? Clearly, she says, gotta blame it on the goose, gotta blame it on my juice. So, how we know she ain't talking about juice and vodka? People do drink juice and vodka. <laughs> I know they do. She, I used to be a bartender. She also has a song called Truth Hurts. That's her new, her, I think the one that's out now, which is about ain't shit niggas, <laughs> basically. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I like Lizzo. She has a song called Tempo with Missy Elliott. Let me tie this back into Missy. <laughs> she has a song called Tempo, and the the words to Tempo is like, oh, slow songs is for skinny girls. No, oh, slow songs is for skinny hoes. Can't move all of this to all of this here to one of those. I'm a thick bitch. I need tempo. <laughs> I just like the song, <laughs> and I like Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts is funny. It's a freaky is, song. Which one? Tempo. How is it freaky? I just pulled up the lyrics and went straight to the bottom of this. What it say? This whole verse. Let me just go through okay. it. Okay. Pity Pat, Pity Pat. That's Missy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why she at? Where's that don't make it not a freaky song? Yeah, but the rest of the song is about I'm being I'm just going to go through go. this whole lyrics okay. anyway. That's pity Missy. Pat, Pity Pat, Pity Pity Pat. Look at my ass. It's Fitty Fitty, fitty, fitty Fat. Yeah. Kitty it. Cat, Kitty Cat, Kitty Kitty Cat. <laughs> me a glass boy I like my water wet throw it back throw it back throw it back catch that catch that catch that I need a jack woo I don't know how that sounds in the song for all of this ass but it won't go flat oh car tie reference yes baby baby come eat some of this cakey he looked like he could gain a little weight lick the icing off put the rest in your face that's a lot so so that's freaky home. as hell <laughs> Can't move all of this to hit one of those. I'm a thick bitch. I need tempo. Fuck it up to the This is a whole freaky song. I don't know Fuck how you. I don't know why the hell you acted like it wasn't a freaky it's song when you said how. What else? This is a freaky ass song. What else? When they say fuck it up to the tempo, what do you t- think they talk about fucking it up? Dance to the tempo. No. The whole song is about you can't dance to it. When you're a big girl, you can't dance to slow songs. Dancing is fucking. It is not about fucking. Dancing in this You're is You're not going to mess this song up for me. <laughs> that is not. She is talking about dancing. Actual dancing. Not going to do this with you. You're going to ruin this song. I like that song. And I, it's, it's a dancing song. This is about sex. It is not about sex. Tempo is not about sex. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Missy Elliott is featured on that song. The verse that you read is actually Missy's verse at the end of the song. But um, even now, she's still making like music. Truth Hurts is a really funny song. Truth Hurts. Most of her songs are like are goofy. Um, oh, what is the chorus of Truth Hurts? Damn it, I can't remember. Um, Let's see. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs> okay. Well, that test it. Why men great till they gotta be great? Why men great till they gotta be great? Don't text me, tell it straight to my face. So uh, you can stab me? Huh? So you can stab me? <laughs> Hell no. You getting this text, honey. Shit ain't over. This shit's over. <laughs> Why men great till they gotta be great? Don't text me, say it straight to my face. I can't remember the rest of it. I haven't listened to it in a while. All right, guess I'll listen to Lizzo. I like her songs, and I didn't think that I, it's another song that uh, I get my head done. Something so uh, looking good, feeling good as hell, feeling good as hell. Is the name of the song that was a the first song I heard of hers. Um, but I like Lizzo. I do think that she. I get you big and you proud. Some of the shit she wear, I know. Like, come on, Lizzo, come on now. We have to dress for our body type. Don't do that. No, no, you don't. 
Yes, you do. No, you don't. You do. You can wear what you want. You can wear what you don't want. Don't be sitting out here fat shaming. I'm not fat shaming. You like this girl music? I'm not. I'm saying that it looks better when you dress for your body type. That don't mean that you can't wear shit. It just means that you don't need to wear stuff that's two, three times too small. Nobody looks good in small shit. When I was skinny, if I had on something that was too small, I looked like I had on my little brother clothes. Like, it's just not a good look. Dress for your size. Let her wear what she want to wear. She do, and she does. She don't give a fuck about <laughs> Listen, well, that's the fuck she want to do. If you watch her perform any of these songs, she always got on some crazy shit. Like, Liz don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> but... Um, I'm glad I, I'm a Missy Elliott fan. I always have been. I like her songs. Um, her and Timbaland together have done some great things, and I'm a fan. So I'm glad she's getting this award after all of this time. It took them long enough to fucking give it to her, but she deserved that shit. Now I'm gonna have to listen to Lizzo on the car. <laughs> <laughs> now I got truth hurt stuck in my head. Well, I'm being great, so they gotta be great. <laughs> so true. All right, we're gonna talk about Trump. Oh fuck! Because I have a new theory regarding Trump. Okay. And I want to share it with y'all. Okay. But let me tell you about what he's been doing lately. Oh my So goodness. one of the first things that happened is that uh, Chris Cuomo. He is an anchor on CNN. I like Chris Cuomo. I like his interview style. He's pretty uh, fair interviewer. He don't leave a stone unturned. He's confrontational. <laughs> He's definitely confrontational. <laughs> I like that, though. He don't let nobody off the hook with shit. Hell no. He gonna challenge your yes, ass. Yes, he is. There's a video of Chris in a restaurant where this man has called him Fredo. Um, and it is, it's been utterly offensive. It was utterly offensive. He explained that Fredo in Italian culture means weak brother. And I guess it's cultural, like probably subcultural yeah. because it's from the Godfather. Uh, uh, Fredo being the younger brother or I the never, middle brother. I never watched Godfather. Okay. I've never watched it either, but I've read enough about this and know what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry y'all that I'm commenting on something i didn't watch correct me if you're a godfather fan and i'm wrong uh older brother was running the family older brother got killed they skipped over the middle brother because they thought that he was not strong enough to run the family and allowed the younger brother to run it damn it turns out that the middle brother was the one that pinged the older brother's location that allowed the hit to happen wow <laughs> and his name was fredo okay so I thought that shit was from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's Frodo. Frodo. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So, what Chris was explaining was that means weak brother. You're not finna call me that shit. He said that's like the N word to Italians. And it turns out not a lot of Italians know this. You know, so I think that Chris probably grew up in a like subculture of his family and his surroundings that made that distinction. Tell me where the mafia was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Fredo just started to become negatively connotated in certain groups because don't nobody. I mean, Fredo is still a name. His yeah. name was Alfredo in the movie. Oh, okay. But so people still name their kids in Italian iterations oh. of Fredo. Mm hmm. 
So this happened. CNN came out and supported him at first, and then they said they were embarrassed, and you know, and it's been a whole bunch of a wash of a whole bunch of different responses to this thing. I mean, but you should have custom other. One thing you should know universally about this is Chris Cuomo don't fucking play. No, okay. <laughs> and at the end of his whole rant, he said, "I'll throw you down these fucking stairs." <laughs> But the man kept saying, I thought your name was Frodo. I th- uh, Fredo. I thought your name was Fredo. Like, okay, one, Chris if you. It would, but either way, if you saw me on TV, you've never seen the word Fredo associated with it, so you never would have seen it. Seeing me out in public, I don't have a fucking name looming over my head, <laughs> so you wouldn't know me. Why would you think my name was Fredo? Period. Because it's not my name. Mm-hmm. So this guy was clearly just being a dickhead on purpose. Now, we can talk about. The equivalency of saying that's the n-word for italians versus you know fredo because the word nigga that they ain't nothing alike no, they're not anything like nigga was a classification of people not just a name that came to be negatively connotated mm-hmm. because of a movie uh and not even throughout all of italian culture just within whatever subgroup that Chris is saying those that being said linked to the mafia I feel like the yeah. ones that are closer to like that group of Italians yeah. yeah that being said I'm never I would never call an Italian person Fredo as an offense and uh and I won't call nobody nothing offensive because I don't do that shit but if I heard somebody calling an Italian that I would I would say that's not a good look yeah because now you know it's offensive once you know and that's important now the world knows why he got upset and that it's an offensive term so before you go into the rest of this story because i know this story the important thing to recognize is that everybody now knows what this reference is as it pertains to chris cuomo and why he got upset about it so so trump the trump (laughs) campaign is currently now selling yep shirts let me make sure I say it right. He's selling f- shirts that says Fredo Unhinged. Now, Chris Cuomo did a whole dialogue about how this term is offensive. And the best response Trump has <laughs> make t-shirts. is to make t-shirts <laughs> about it. Uh, because it's a political opponent and somebody that's critical of his dialogue. And it's on a news network that's critical of his uh of his presidency and again i stress because i know people like well nobody if you know to tell at this point everybody knows now that has saw this story that knows about chris cuomo getting upset getting angry being unhinged as the t-shirt says knows what it was in reference to and knows why he was offended by that word so you can't say oh the shirt's not offensive when somebody's already told you that that word is fucking offensive you can't that's not how that works it's offensive now and it was made because it's offensive because he could have just said cuomo unhinged he could have used his actual fucking name instead of using the uh offensive term used that got him upset like the fuck out of here trump is stupid okay so that was that's number one number two uh rashida talib and ilhan omar are the muslim senators that are a part of the squad her, those two, Alyssa Presley uh, and AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Let's see. What am I trying to say? Ilian Omar is originally from Palestine. Rashida Tlaib is Muslim. Palestine is the Muslim base of, you know, Israel and Palestine, that whole area, whatever you want to call it, Israel. 
and they were going so as such if we don't know what's going on over there in Israel, Israel is where the Jewish people live. Palestine is where Palestinians live. Palestinians are Muslim. Jewish people are Jewish. Or the Is- Islamic people are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Right? We talked about this before on the podcast about all of the territories being occupied by Israel and, and Jewish community. Um because they beat Palestine and Muslims in a whole bunch of wars that they took over. What happened is they gave Palestine this area, but Palestinians get treated like second-class citizens in those areas. So Ilhan Omar grew up in that, and they've been critical of the Israeli government ever since then. They have been because it's not a secret that Palestinians get treated poorly over there. They don't get treated just like Israeli citizens. They just don't. Mm -hmm. And Israel wants you to believe they do because Netanyahu is just trying to make sure that it sounds like a smear campaign and they make it out to be anti-Semitic every time. Any time you criticize Israeli government, they make it out to be... uh, anti-semitic uh because they end up saying that you're criticizing you don't like jewish people so you're criticizing jewish people when no we're criticizing israeli government because they make acts like the israeli government is not the jewish people Mm -hmm. but because of that marketing campaign of anything you say about our government is going to be anti-semitic and the way that these muslim congresswomen have been critical of it our culture has bit on that marketing shit that netanyahu and the israeli government is throwing out there they've bit on okay um they're anti-semitic even democrats democrats and republicans have condemned the shit they've said because they've been critical of the israeli government and they and the shit they be talking about ain't really lies it might be curved a little bit to their way of thinking and interpreting it but it's some shit to it mm-hmm. that nobody's doing anything about. So what happened was they were going to go to Israel. They are they being uh, Ilian Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Okay. They are fucking Congresswomen of America. Mm-hmm. America sends a shitload of money to Israel for a bunch of shit. Our diplomats can fuck go fucking over there if they want to. Mm-hmm. Trump tweeted that these two Congresswomen hate israel hate jewish people and there is nothing that can be done or said to change their minds this was a tweet from our president the american president reached out to a foreign government to cause problems for american congresswomen sounds fucking familiar sounds like the same shit that happened with hillary clinton and we acting like that shit couldn't happen Acting like he wasn't asking a a foreign government for help. And they didn't let them come. Shortly after that, they blocked their passage to Israel. Rashida Tlaib has a a sick grandma, so they gave her passage there, but she declined. Likely because of this whole shit Mm -hmm. that's going on. Like, don't just give me this. And her grandmama responded uh, to Trump, may God ruin you. God damn. Yeah, she... (laughs) 
She was like, okay, that's fucked up. I was going to see my goddamn granddaughter, but your old whole ass that came out here with this. I... That is that is the old person equivalent of all that you just said. <laughs> May God ruin you? Fuck. <laughs> May God ruin you. Damn. Now, this is all underneath a growing pattern of Trump fucking with legal and illegal immigrants. We already know the shit about illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. But now... There is a dialogue about legal immigrants to where if legal immigrants have their green cards, they're legal now, but if they green cards expire and they got to renew them, the ones that have turned out to use social programs like welfare Mm -hmm. or food stamps or any of that will potentially not get their card renewed because of using social programs. This comes on the edge of Ken Cuccinelli, which is the acting Cuccinelli. <laughs> Ken Cuccinelli. He is the oh, acting sure. director of the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Um, came out and challenged the poetry on the Statue of Liberty. The give the stat- us your tire. Give your- me your tire, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free, the wretched reuse of your teaming shore. What he did was he added to that. Let me tell you exactly what he said. Uh, he was asked earlier on NPR whether the words give me your tire, your poor were part of the American ethos. He responded, they certainly are. Give me your tire and your poor. And he added, who can stand on their own two feet and will not become a public charge. This is what he added to that. Mm -hmm. And then he went on to say that that poem was written referencing Europeans who were migrating over to America. Mm -hmm. Now, I know what he was doing. He was trying to put the poem in the context of when it was written and who it was referring to. But what he made it sound like is that we just want these things for white people mm-hmm. or people who are from European countries or people who migrated and are the descendants of those people who came at that time. This was not referencing the current populations today that we have immigrating over here. Mm-hmm. That's what he was trying to do. But man, that sounds bad as shit. It really does. But this goes into my theory. I think Donald Trump is doing everything he possibly can to get impeached. <laughs> But America is so stupid that every single person is finding a way to justify all his bullshit. I just, this don't make sense to me. It, it just does not make sense how he continue to be this racist, how he can continue to be this anti-immigrant, and how he continue to just say whatever he want to, send them back and all this shit. And nobody is saying that this is a problem. Mm-mm. No fucking body. It nope. is absolutely confusing to me. It is. And I I just wanted to point out that my theory is that Donald Trump get up and he go to the uh the over office and then he go into whatever first meeting he gotta go into and he say, How are we gonna get me impeached today? All you acting attorney motherfuckers. You know, none of y'all in a position. How are y'all like I do? I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> I don't want no solid. I'm doing everything to get out of here. <laughs> everything. 
I'm calling people liars. I'm telling people to go back where it came from. I'm calling countries shithole countries. I'm letting mass shooters off the hook while everybody else. I got legislation for anything any brown person do. But if you're white, I ain't got no ideas for how we can help y'all. But if you're Latino, we're going to build a wall. Fuck y'all. Y'all can get out of here. If you're Muslim, oh, you can't come here from your old Muslim countries. If you're black, we get some extra stopping and frisking going on these days. But if you're white, no words. I just, it is just, it would, this presidency makes more sense to me if Donald Trump is trying to get <laughs> put out and it ain't working because the people around him are buying his shit. That, it, that make more sense. So I'm going to start looking at the presidency like that. I'm going to start looking at it in terms of how is he going to get put out today <laughs> and how is everybody else going to justify it. That man probably sitting in a room crying like uh, why can't I get out? <laughs> like Richard Pryor on that do- on that Black Dynamite episode <laughs> where he was trying to tell everybody that he was trying to tell everybody serious shit. Like he was trying to be serious but because he's a comedian and he's funny, everybody just kept laughing at him, even though he was saying like serious real nigga shit. And it's like the level of helplessness he would feel in that moment. I feel like that's Trump. He's like, what do I like? I'm not going to do nothing overtly racist. Like I ain't going to choke a black man on camera. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Exactly. Like I'm trying the most passive ways that maintains as much of my character as I can to get put out, but I can't get put out. That's my theory, man. But, off the politics, what you got? Well, not quite yet. Well, American politics. That you talked about American politics. This is Tanzania. <laughs> so a Tanzania politician wants to launch a database of married men to catch cheaters. <laughs> and I'm not sure if he's planning on as as the country moves forward. When you get married, if you're a man, you get added to this database. Because, like, uh, cheating married men that's already cheating is not going to voluntarily sign up. Get in no goddamn database of married people. It's just not going to happen. Um, his name is Paul Maconda. He now, look, he didn't, this ain't the first time he didn't did some controversial shit. He uh, also once proposed citizens start reporting gay people in a country where same-sex relationships are banned. Uh, so, I mean, he don't, he do controversial shit all the time. But he said, our main aim is to relieve pain from these women who are suffering from these cheaters. As a governor, I am not happy to lead women who are sad and heartbroken. If possible, we will set up a database in the regional commissioner's office in each region that every man who is married will uh, register. Every man. So the women don't have to register on the thing. Men do. Uh, But, like, what are the odds (laughs) that married men who are cheating, they're not going to sign up for this shit. Like I said, I can see if you make it a requirement of, like, new couple, new married people, like, you got to get in this database. But getting these old people up in. Ain't, um, what am I trying to say? Ain't, um, ain't that public record? I mean, marriage is public record, right? It, it is, but what like, the fuck with men have to sign up then. 
Well, the database will be. It's not easy to get. Like it's pub, over here. It's public record. You thinking of like how easy it is to just go kind of look that shit up? Mm-hmm. I don't think in other countries it's that simple. So I think that the point of the database would be for just like the average woman. You meet a nigga, you want to look his name up in the database real quick. <laughs> you go out with him type shit. That's what it sounds like it would be. Well, I'm not saying that the women look them up in that database. I'm saying that this person creating that database could go and find whatever archives or records that they have yeah, to show all that. the married men and pull that information over to their database True. so that he can get that information without having to you know yeah. get men's permission yeah i guess he could yeah it's it'll just weird... be hard to keep up with divorces yeah. and open and poly relationships and all of these different alternative relationship dynamics i doubt there's a bunch of well no it's yeah never mind like imagine imagine being divorced for six months and going on a date and a woman coming up here with your name on this fucking list motherfucker you in this database? you married motherfucker <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Why would you why would you come here and confront me about that? You could have just <laughs> sent me a text message if you thought that's the case, but I'm divorced. <laughs> Whatever you got on that list, it don't make no difference. Ma'am. Yeah, that the fact that he even came up with this is weird because I don't know if Tanzania is one of I would assume it's one of those places where uh, men have multiple like not maybe that men have multiple wives, but it's like Men having multiple people is not as bad as like a woman, be, you know, would be killed for doing shit like that. So like the fact that it's a man pushing for this is weird to me. And then it's a dude saying, catching all you niggas cheating on these women. Not not on my watch. I wonder Cheaters. what I wonder what infidelity what problem infidelity is causing over there in Tanzania. Yeah, maybe it's AIDS. This is Africa. It's Africa. What are you talking about? You know, Africans, some African areas have AIDS epidemics. They, yes. So they might see a spike in AIDS rate and they need to figure out how to stop that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Tanzania AIDS. I did Tanzania marriage. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What? <laughs> I got what I was looking oh, for. Thirty-one percent of girls in Tanzania are married before their eighteenth birthday. They still marrying children over there. Damn. Sixteen-year-olds can get married here with their parents' consent. Don't you have to have a parent sign that shit? Yeah. I think these little girls could just get married. They decide to go get married in Tanzania. How you know? UNICEF, according to UNICEF. According to UNICEF. Mm-hmm. 31% of girls in Tanzania are married before their 18th birthday, and 5% are married before the age of 15. According to UNICEF, Tanzania has the 11th highest absolute number of child brides in the world. Child marriage rates are as high as 59% in Shinyanga. Uh, I'm probably saying all this wrong. 58% in Tabora, 55% in Mara. In uh, rural areas on the border with Kenya, some girls reportedly marry as young as 11. Uh, are there country-specific drivers of child marriage in this country? Family honor. 
Premarital sex is often considered a taboo, which undermines family honor and decreases the amount of dowry a girl can fetch. Oh, they still doing dowries over there? They still selling girls for for goats? A lot of Africa's come continents do that. That's I mean, terrible. countries do that. What are you talking about? That's just dowry terrible. still going on? Um, Daughters of property. Some girls who are considered to be macho, macharuco? Running around with men are forced into marriage to avoid bringing shame to families. Poverty also because of the fact that they're doing dowry still. Nyamba Notabu. This practice involves an older, wealthier woman paying bride price for a young girl to become her wife. A man is then chosen to impregnate the girl. Oh, okay. It's like a surrogate situation. (laughs) She basically buys surrogate because she can't handle children. Level of education, female genital mutilation. Uh, FGM is linked to a desire to control female sexuality and is seen by many communities as a rite of passage to prepare girls for marriage. It's bullshit. Displacement is also a reason. So these are all the reasons. But so. FGM is bullshit. Okay. All right. We know (laughs) how you feel. We ain't talked about it in the context of African and Muslim countries, though. We just talked about it over here. Yes. Um, yeah, because they... Yeah, it's brutal. Like, it, the way that it's done over there can mm-hmm. be very, very fucking brutal. Um, they, like, remove a whole cl- yeah. clitoris. Uh-huh. Um, because they think girls are too freaky. It's like okay, Women, but the, historically, the, but the men that will have sex with them get no fine. responsibility. They cool. All right. Oh Jesus. Bitch. Uh, okay, so I'm looking at their law in Tanzania, and let me see. Section 10 and 13 and 15, since 10, 13, and 15 of Tanzania's Law of Marriage Act of 1971 allow men to contract uh, polyamorous, no, polygamous, polygamous marriages and permit the marriage of 15-year-olds while the minimum age of marriage for boys is 18. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So no, son, no, you're too young to get married, son. You're only, no. Not till you're 18. But my 15-year-old, for that cow, you can have her. That's what happens. Jesus. That's what happens when you don't give a fuck about girls, but only boys. Oh, my goodness. No person shall marry who, being male, has not attained the apparent age of 18 years or being female has not attained the apparent age of 15. No man, while married by a monogamous marriage, shall contract another marriage. No man, while married by a, a polygamous or potentially polygamous, how the hell is it potentially polygamous? What does that mean? What? No man, while married by a polygamous or potentially polygamous marriage, shall contract a marriage in any monogamous form. So if you win a polygamous, you can't say, you know what, I don't want none of the rest of you bitches. I'm just going to be with her. You can't do that. You have to stay with all your wives. Damn. <laughs> No woman who is married shall, while that marriage subsists, contract another marriage. So women cannot have multiple husbands over there. So, uh, 
Yeah. Tanzania. <laughs> Crazy ass <laughs> Tanzania. <laughs> but yeah, so he wants to create a database just for um <laughs> Look. <laughs> My brother My just phone started there. making noise. Why is your phone making noise? Oh damn. <laughs> is that nigga that little or is your brother that big? Yeah, that's a little combination of both. Holy shit. <laughs> My brother just uh, texted me a picture of him with the Black Ranger. I don't know where the fuck he is, but Black William Ranger is... look photoshopped to be small. <laughs> William is like six three, I think. So yeah, damn, <laughs> he got to be pretty small. I don't know where he is. That he, you know what? He is supposed to go do something for his birthday. Maybe that's what he's doing. Because he do like the Comic Con in Indiana, like he go to that shit. So, mm-hmm. but that's all I have about Tanzania. Okay. Um, we got some bullshit that happened in Florida that I want to talk about. Florida's always got bullshit. A Florida white man allegedly spits in the face of his black girlfriend. Because he didn't want to play slave and slaver. So, this, from this story so conflicted. and what it sounds like is there's a black woman <laughs> who wanted to be a slave and wanted her boyfriend to be a slaver. He was uncomfortable. And he was uncomfortable with it. And it escalated to the point that he spit in her face. I'm so conflicted. Because on the one hand, good for him. <laughs> for being like, this is fucking wrong. I'm not doing this shit. But on the other, the most disrespectful shit you can do to another human being to me is spit on them. <laughs> like, the most, like, violating shit you can do is rape. But the disrespect, the most disrespectful thing that you can do to somebody is spit on them. <laughs> that is disrespectful as all fuck. So, I'm conflicted. <laughs> Because if he hadn't spit on her, if it been, had been something else, I'd have been like, go ahead then, white man. I'm I'm conflicted because of the spit. Like, I get it. Because fuck her. Why would you want to be a slave? Why so, would you want to? I mean, I get role playing. I get it. But like. <laughs> apparently, this white man has a lengthy rap sheet. Oh, no. So, including Grand Theft Auto charge Damn. from May. No, Grand Theft charge that May end. That from May that's still pending. So it's like to me this the the, the separation is an odd combination. A white man that is a known criminal that would spit in your face to me would likely <laughs> like to play your slave owner. <laughs> so for this man to be a career criminal it seems and be willing white, to spit on somebody. And from Florida and with the capacity to spit on you not electing to play a slaver i don't know what i I don't know what combination this man is like i'm a lot of shit bitch but i ain't racist (laughs) like you done drew the line you done asked me to be a racist this is why i draw the line and if you keep going at me i'm gonna show you who i really am i'm a face spitting ass hooligan bitch That's him talking about I don't call women bitches. That is a very weird combination of things. The fact that he is a career criminal, but has the scruples to say, I'm not going to beat you or but, pretend to but beat a part you of me, you know, or pretend is, to rape you. A part of me is very, I'm, 
I'm proud of him. I am. On one hand, I'm proud of. It's a weird I mean, situation. <laughs> who is who is willing to? People normally spit in your face because they're racist. <laughs> this man spit in her face because he ain't a racist. And how dare she assume he was? <laughs> she didn't assume he was. I don't think so. I think she know he ain't racist. Well, she kept asking. But I, I don't think you have to correlate slave play. <laughs> With being a racist. I what? don't think you have to. Why not? What you mean? Why not? <laughs> well, the dynamic is the slaver is white and the slave is black. I, I don't see how you can separate racism from that. Like it's not racist if you're it's not racist if you're not a racist. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't I don't don't that I agree with that. Like if I was dating a white man who we're at the bedroom and he's like you know hey i want to do something different tonight i'm like what is it and he says that he wants me to be his slave automatically I'm yes if different. it's enacted by the white man <laughs> if it's enacted by you and he is adamantly against it but at some point comes around to it because you want to do it that's role playing that's not racism i guess such a fine line there. I'm saying it's a fine line, but it's, it, to me, it's based on the intention of the person that ain't trying to fuck with it. Like he ain't, he ain't trying to be racist. He's not. And not only that, but racism is the belief that your culture is superior. So then, is she racist because she believes his culture is superior to hers? No, you got to be the one with power to be the racist. If she believe white culture is superior to her culture, she ain't a racist. She just an idiot. That's how that works. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. You started fucking sneezing out of nowhere. <laughs> My allergies, this fucking weather and all this heat and we ain't cold orange for breathing to like the air uh, quality today and shit. I don't know what's going on. So to be racist, one, you got to have the power and you have to believe that your culture is superior to the other one. She don't believe that. I mean, if she don't believe that, she don't have the power to make herself racist. Now, <laughs> he's white. Yeah. He don't believe that his culture is superior because he don't even want to participate in the idea or the practice of, of being such. And so he's not racist. He's not. No. No. So I, it's not racist if he were to even say yes and do it. It's role playing. But he's so uncomfortable with playing that role that he don't want to do that shit. So a part of me applauds him for fighting against racism <laughs> and being willing to spit in somebody's face for it. But spitting in the face of a black woman is is not a good good look from my perspective, from my vantage point. It's you know. just spit like again the most disrespectful thing that you could do to somebody is spit on them. It just is like it is. No, no, no it's not. No, it's not. There's the several. Most, like what? You can spit in your hand and slap the shit out somebody. <laughs> still using <laughs> spit. No, you spit and slap. That's like a double whammy on a hole. <laughs> like that's the most dis. <laughs> like it's several iterate. Like you can spit on your foot and kick their ass like. <laughs> Bruce Lee, goddamn Chuck Norris. <laughs> There's a lot of ways you can allocate spit to a motherfucker that make it two or three times worse than just spitting. I think, but the if you if, if we're talking about just spit, the worst you can do is one of these, uh, and then 
hit him with a patooey. That shit. That would be the most disrespectful you can do if you're just spitting. I went the whole inside of my shirt. I was sneezing in my shirt to keep from sneezing out without my whole shirt sweat because I sneezed mm, so disgusting. much. Disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. It was dry. I can't do anything about it now. I was trying to not sneeze all in your space. I don't give a fuck about that space. That ain't six sneezes. What's wrong with your spit? I if don't... I step on it, am I going to get rash on my feet? <laughs> No, no, you're not. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I just don't like sneezing. I always sneeze in my shirt. You know, I sneeze. I hold my breath when I sneeze. You know, seen that shit? I have it. It looks like your head's gonna explode. When I was a kid, I didn't like body excretions. Anybody who dug in their ears or their nose or spit <laughs> or sneezed, and shit could come out your mouth that people could see, I was utterly fucking disgusted. So when I sneezed, I started holding it in. And then when I got in college, people started telling me it'll cause an aneurysm. It will not. I researched that shit heavily. There is no causality to people oh, holding yeah. their breaths in and sneezing and aneurysms, period. So, you know that now. <laughs> um, oh, that was your story. Uh, Am I'm I through with that story? Are you through with it? The, dude, the uh, white dude went to jail and it was because this was assault. Spending oh. somebody's face is assault. Okay. Y'all didn't know that. And if any if any of y'all are in relationships and your mate um, who is a part of the majority culture wants to play slave and slaver, you should not do it. Hell no. You should not. But if you do, do it right. <laughs> I'm just gonna touch on this briefly. So Meg the Stallion, who was one of the, the the people that were pushing Hot Girl Summer, has now said that they're gonna do it for the schoolgirls next with Hot Nerd Fall. Listen, can we please? I just, I you know. So apparently, Meg the Stallion will be entering her junior year at Texas Southern University. Didn't know that. She's pursuing a degree in health administration. Did not know that. Um, so she said, so being a hot girl is like a lifestyle and everybody knows I'm still in college. It's going to be a real hot girl semester. You know what I'm saying? Real hot nerd fall. So I'm just about to start putting on for my school girls. I, you know, there's better ways, Meg. <laughs> this ain't it. Because I feel like it's going to be the same shit that Hot Girl Summer turned into. You're going to have a, it's going to be like uh, school girl porn where they dress in the, like it's just going to be like nerd presenting girls doing whole shit. That's what I feel like it's going to turn into. It's not. I guess we'll see. That's what I see. It's not. That's the future I see for hot nerd fall. Megan Thee Stallion influence ain't more powerful than self-esteem issues. <laughs> but that's why I think it's going to turn into that. Nope. Because it's the girls with And you've seen Megan Thee Stallion body. I have. She taking her body for granted. Like everybody ain't got that. <laughs> everybody ain't got that. Everybody ain't got what she got. No. Most people Everybody don't. can't have a hot girl summer. <laughs> 
These women out here trying to have a hot girl summer shaped like a trash bag. But that's why they doing strange things with cucumbers. You got to make up for the trash bag shape with, by doing other shit. <laughs> the girls you see with them cucumbers got bodies that I'm pretty sure they proud of. The women that's doing strange thing with cucumbers, they doing it in their house by themselves with nobody watching. Maybe taking a little video for one of them little boys. One of them stinking ass boys that they hollering at. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, the only other thing that I had, 45% of Americans admit to wearing the same underwear for two days or more. I don't know why they would admit to that. Why would you do that? Just, oh, that sounds disgusting. And Todd and Julie Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best have been indicted on tax evasion and are reportedly facing up to 30 years in prison. If you've never watched Chrisley Knows Best, it is this show about this white man that apparently made his money in real estate who is married. And it's him and his, uh, I think they got like three kids, three or four kids. He is very feminine. Um... When I first saw the show, I thought that he was the wife's gay best friend. <laughs> I didn't know that he was her husband. Because <laughs> if you watch the show, you don't even, I don't care what episode, if you just watch a clip with him in it, you're going to be like, what? Okay. Not what I, all right. <laughs> I watched the clip. You did, because you didn't know who he was. You had never seen him before. Right. What did you think when you watched the clip of him? I think he is a very effeminate man. He's very effeminate and i don't know what that means i don't know if that means he's gay uh, and he's opting into living a straight life i don't know if that means that he is straight and just feminine i mean he gets facial he's had plastic surgery now you can tell by how tight his face <laughs> but he like gets facial like it's a whole it's weird i don't know i i would not be married to somebody like him just out the preference thing um I don't want somebody that close in behavior to me. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Actually, he's a little further than I am. So, like, it just wouldn't work. But just not my preference. But, um, yeah, they stop. These rich people not paying their taxes. Mary J. Blige ain't paying her taxes neither. She's facing tax evasion charges. I ain't charges. paying my taxes. You ain't got they level of money, though. I mean, the IRS, the IRS don't give a fuck. <laughs> The IRS measures people on terms of how much you owe me. <laughs> and I mean, not even how much you owe me, but the fact that you owe me. <laughs> Everybody look the same to the IRS. It don't matter. It's just you got different amounts to pay to the IRS, but if you ain't paid them, they're going to get you. I ain't, you know, when I say I ain't paid the IRS, I got my payment plan and stuff. But, you know, owing people money don't feel good. It does not. But that's all I got. I mean, uh Mike Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson uh, smoked forty thousand dollars worth of pot a month at his cannabis that vacation is a ranch. Lot of pot. Listen though, the last part of this sentence: where guests are invited to take as much marijuana as they want. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's letting them take all the weed they want to take, Damn. man. Damn. Okay. And. Katy Perry been sexually assaulting people. Yes, apparently. They, yeah. There's a second person that's come out now. Yeah. And it accused is. her. It's a of. woman. The first one is a man. They say that 
he was in one of her early videos and she lifted up his shirt and pulled out his pants so that people could see his penis. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Embarrassing moment for him, yeah. but he ain't gonna hold it in no more. She you seem know, like the type that'll do that she shit. She does. And I I, don't I can know. see her personality on uh on uh American Idol mm-hmm. and she looked like she'll do some shit like that. She looked like one of them old playful girls that do too much. Mm-hmm. And then after she do it, she'd be like, get over it. It wasn't even a big deal. Yeah. I hate that after Miley did her whole bangers, hip hop, whatever, with that short blonde hair, that Katy Perry went. Katy Perry looks 15 years older with that pixie cut and that blonde hair. Like, the black hair and the longer hair softened her features and she looked younger. She looked like an old woman. I need her to like, no, Katy, that wasn't the move for you. I didn't like it on Miley, but I liked it better on Miley than I liked it on motherfucking... Oh, Miley and her husband, they're getting a divorce after less than a year. Can't Hemsworth. Turn Hemsworth, yep. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. She been doing crazy shit. She just did an interview talking about she um, she don't even like the word wife. And she's a... um, What does she call herself? In a hetero marriage. She still like bitches, basically. It just sounded like she was regretting marrying him. And then shortly thereafter... They announced that they were separated and getting a divorce. So they have been going on and on. It seemed like every time she did that little crazy shit, like when she started doing hip hop shit, he broke up with her. She they got back together and she started singing about Malibu and all of this shit. Now she back to doing ratchet shit. I'm just sick of Miley. I'm tired. I just don't. I don't want her to go away. Tired of her. Tired. It's okay. Tired of her, tired of Taylor Swift. It's okay. Anyway, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.